0: Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 19th, 2019. Strong hand offended by selling value your wealth in bitcoin unconfiscatable i'm not going anywhere people i'm here to stay with this honey badger check out the links below personal responsibility is the new counterculture get that hand strong dudes i've got a video that'll make your hand stronger right now get your uh check out the affiliate links below oh yeah it's late at night back on the east coast it's late at night here in los angeles but i gotta do a new show every single day yeah so what's up with this, uh, this tweet I found from uh, HODLNOT about the Lightning Network? About Well, it looks like maybe you've heard something. This, this is a couple of days old, but maybe uh, you've heard something, and you can correct this or clarify it or expand upon it. 20 of the 21 biggest capacity nodes on Lightning Network are run by LNBig slash LN1Year more than half current lightning network capacity and they route like and he uses a bad word to describe the way they they route like dung let's say completely random channel management considering their nodes are often chosen by autopilot a lot of new users end up with dungy routing <laughs> so What's up with that? Is this some someone sabotaging the Lightning Network? There were there were all sorts of opinions in this thread about what's going on. I don't know. And I haven't heard anything about this since the 16th. And now it's the 19th. Well, it's already the 20th, probably where a lot of you are. So check out the link. I don't know if uh, there's some bad actors on the Lightning Network trying to mess it up currently. So people FUD it. But in time, it will grow, and if there are bad actors, they will be uh, outnumbered by the good ones. All right. So also, what do we have going on here? Dollar cost averaging. A lot of you ask me about dollar cost averaging. And, of course, I'm I'm not exactly the guy to ask on that because I practice what I preach like back in 2015 and 2013 and 14 get as much Bitcoin as possible when it's cheap. And that's what I was doing. I didn't care how much it cost. I value my wealth in Bitcoin, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. But now we're in a different situation. Bitcoin doesn't cost uh, $400 anymore. So, uh, you can't just go, a lot of you can't afford just to buy one Bitcoin. You got to figure out a, a strategy. So you ask, well, what, what happens if I spend $25 every week? Well, we've got some, uh, we've got some answers for you here. And again, continue to value your wealth in Bitcoin. I know I'm going to say dollar uh, numbers here, but uh, dollar denominated uh, values. So let's say you got Bitcoin FOMO and started buying $25 a week on January 1st, 2018. You'd have 0.27 Bitcoin at an average cost of $5,937. Not ideal, but much better than going all in at the top. Now, again, this is kind of like a worst case scenario. You, you got in at the height. That's when you started dollar cost averaging. Okay, whatever. But I mean, so you, you, your average is uh, $5,937. The question I ask you is I mean, you're in Bitcoin for the long term. Do you think Bitcoin's going to be worth more than $5,937? So for you, dollar cost averaging was great because, you, of course, it's it's right now the valuation of bitcoin is like four thousand dollars but um i gotta believe if you've gotten the bitcoin um and you're a long-term thinker you, you're expecting a lot more than uh you're expecting to be able to get a tesla with a with a bitcoin one day so yeah you've got a 27 percent of a tesla now think of it that way and you paid five thousand nine hundred thirty seven dollars for it um no so dollar cost averaging it can be it can. Some people say, "Oh, well, you're, you're you're behind. You're behind." Again, your your time. The way you look at time is not like a Bitcoiner. A Bitcoiner looks at time, not 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 just in the present, in the future. I I look at my Bitcoin. And I'm like, oh wow, so in the guy in 2023, people are gonna be like going crazy with this. If I tell them how much Bitcoin I have or, oh, wow, um, I'll be able to get a few houses or (laughs) whatever. So um, then we've we've got Matt O'Dell also tweeted out a better scenario. If you bought $25 worth of Bitcoin every week starting in January of 2017, as opposed to January 2018, you would currently have 0.93 Bitcoin um, at a cost of uh, $2,900 uh, current value is, uh, and okay. Yeah. So it, it would have totally, the, that 0.93 Bitcoin would have cost you a total of $2,900. The current value of 0.93 Bitcoin is, uh, $3,700. So you, you'd you be ahead a if you started back then, but a lot of you weren't around in the, the beginning of 2017. I get, you know, we're just going to laugh at all this one day. Um, you know, the, 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 I'll talk about like in the year 2021, well, if you would have dollar cost averaged uh, since uh, I made that video, you'd be up by this much. Or, all right, pound that like button. What else do we have here? Oh, Cat Specter tweeted this out. Now we know that Cryptopia users who held Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum will receive haircuts. Bitcoin, 14%. Litecoin, 43%. Ethereum, 100%. Ouch. All other coins they have secured so far seem unaffected, but there are still many more to go. Now, I I posted something uh, or or talked about this the other day. I think they're going to give the people like replacement tokens to make up for those haircuts. Um, I do link to that guy's tweet. Uh, I linked to a tweet, a... A Cryptopia press release that says they're they're trading again. You can't remove your crypto from there. You can't withdraw from Cryptopia yet, but you can trade on there. So the ne- the only thing left they have to do is allow people to withdraw, and we'll see if the uh, exchange survives. I again link to the Cryptopia Twitter account, and you can really keep up to up to date by just uh, checking that out. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, on uh, this week in Bitcoin will be on Friday. And okay. Yes, it will be on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And that's like actually Saturday at 9 a.m. in Sydney, Australia, where Hass McCook will be. And he will be on the show. I'm working on the other two guests. So that's uh, 9 a.m. Saturday morning, Sydney time. 6 p.m. New York time on Friday, and 3 p.m. Los Angeles time. Hass McCook, This Week in Bitcoin. Follow me on Twitter at techbalt t e c h b a l t. If you need updates, um, I'm tweeting out all day. I'm tweeting out um, the podcast version of this this show now. You can can listen to audio versions um, on all these podcast platforms, which are linked to below, so check them out. And again, I I thank my buddies in Israel for this awesome shirt, um, celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Bitcoin. They had a huge party. I was at it, and this was the uh, shirt they gave out, celebrating that that momentous occasion on January 3rd, 2019. The the block crypto has a, a short little article, and you could the title says it all. Winklevosses. Price swings shouldn't easily bother someone who deals in cryptocurrencies. Yeah, (laughs) to say the least. Price swings, and again, they're they're incredibly wealthy dudes. They know what they're talking about. They've got strong hands. Price swings don't weaken their hands. Price swings shouldn't easily bother someone who deals in cryptocurrency. If if fiat price swings bother you, then you're going to have a weak hand. You've got to get into that mental state of, One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. So there's never a price swing, so you don't have a weak hand. My mother sent me a text. She forwarded me a text message she received. It says it's from Coinbase. It says, you received 10 Bitcoin, please confirm. And then it gives a link. My mother has nothing to do with cryptocurrency whatsoever. My mother has nothing to do with Coinbase whatsoever. There is a scammer out there who's just sending random text messages to random uh, phone numbers, trying to fish uh, Bitcoin out of them. Uh, Obviously you click on that, it takes you to a fake Coinbase page. And I, I assume they ask for your password or something like that, and then they steal your Bitcoin and you never get the 10 Bitcoin they promised you. Now, this is disturbing. On one level but you can look at it on a po- in a positive light also and the positive light is that bitcoin if the scammers are going this far again they're not targeting adam meister they're they targeted a random person my mother is a random person she has nothing nothing they don't know she's my mother okay she's not getting that because she's my mother she's getting it because she's got a phone number that's all so again if criminals they find true value in Bitcoin and they're trying to steal it. So if anyone ever tells you, oh, it's not valuable, well, show them that. I mean, people are trying to steal it in pretty wacky ways now, sending out random text messages like that. Okay. But yeah, that's, and beware, be careful. If my mom is getting, so obviously they're going to hit some people that have Coinbase accounts eventually. Um, and be careful people. Don't, don't click on stuff like that. No one is sending you 10 bitcoins. <laughs> all right. Add to your Coinbase account. You shouldn't even, um, you, first of all, you shouldn't store any Bitcoin on, on your Coinbase account. There's another reminder from you. Okay. CoinDesk has an article. And again, I don't, it, it, it's, it's a to, It's an article that totally appeals to gamblers. And people with weak hands, and people who don't want to be their own banks—the people that my show doesn't appeal to at all—the um, you know the, the the impulsive people of the world. It talks about uh, BlockFi again, and it glorifies that company uh, that that is that basically says they're a savings account and give you six percent interest, although it's. Nothing. It's it's risky. It's risky, and they even admit it's risky. But the article is. It, it seems like it's almost there to. It's almost like an advertisement. It, it, it's it's tem. It's to tempt short-term thinkers into not being their own banks. It's to to get people to gamble on this this ridiculous uh, concept of letting another entity hold your private keys and supposedly pay you six percent interest. Now the the block crypto has an in-depth article about this. Um, The CEO of BlockFi actually wrote this article. It's called (laughs) An Introduction to Rehypothecation with Cryptocurrencies. Why do we want rehypothecation in in the crypto market? This is the CEO of BlockFi talking. The, The CEO of the company that wants you to give up Your private keys to them and pay you six percent interest let's look at five key points regarding rehypothecation in traditional markets and how this capability is unique with bitcoin okay so think of it this way guys the guy who who says we will be your bank likes rehypothecation the be your own bank lady caitlin long who's been on this show before Is against it you decide you decide do do you want to be on the side of the the people who are and again let if people want to try to rehypothecate let them try to rehypothecate but are you going to be on are are you going to go with them and say oh look they're rehypothecating i'm going to give them my bitcoin they're going to give me six percent interest or are you going to say you know i'm not into this rehypothecation thing i'm not into people who are into it i am into being my own bank I don't need a six percent interest um, because I also I understand that when on my own bank I can register for something like the Mimble Wimble coin airdrop crypto dividend where I will be able to get interest and still be in control of my uh, key. I will get I will get a uh, crypto dividend a one time crypto dividend and again there will be more forks in the future that you can get by if you control your private key again. If you let uh, if you keep your coin on the, an exchange like hit BTC, well, they will they will take your uh, crypto dividend. They, they proven with with be private or they will lie about it to, at least. Again, you don't have to worry about the hit BTCs of the world or whether some bitFIfo foam is going to pay you 6% if you control your private key and you can just watch from the sidelines and see, what rehypothecation does to Bitcoin, or the people who attempt to do it, what happens to them? All right. So, speaking about uh, crypto dividends and interest and whatever you want to call an airdrop, um, Chris, who is doing the uh, Mimblewimble coin airdrop, and you start to register for that on um, April 20th, he has a new link. A new article that clarifies yesterday's article, and I link to it below. Um, here is a uh, here's something you can spend a lot of time on. This is at a I can't pronounce this site's URL. It's linked to below. Recently, we at iKigai Fund have been working hard, been hard at work creating the Valuation Depot surprisingly we could not find a single source for the growing body of work on crypto valuation this is our effort to provide that so uh, this is quite a resource they have all these links to articles and uh about uh, how you value your crypto again some of it i don't agree with but uh yeah, if you want to read, if you want to, <laughs> scholarly articles, check it out. So going back to what we were talking about before, um, what what BlockFi is proposing is being the bank for you and earning interest the old-fashioned way. Why earn interest the old-fashioned way? Earn interest the new-fashioned way. Control your Bitcoin. I control your private key, and you know register for airdrops. Get uh get forks and you'll get some sort of interest. You turn them into Bitcoin and you say, that's your interest payment. That's your one-time crypto dividend payment. Okay. That's the new fashion way. I don't want to be stuck in the old fashioned way, depending on third parties holding my wealth. That's not why I got into Bitcoin. I got into it to be my own bank. And if you're not comfortable being your own bank, I I mean, you might get stuck in a bad situation with uh, one of these third parties. There is risk. Um, it's not hard to control your own private key. Learn how to use a Trezor and pound that freaking like button. Last thing, last tweet of the day by Alistair Milne. He says, easily the most important chart in crypto. You got to check this out. I already retweeted it, so some of you probably saw it. It's basically a chart that's a straight line. It shows the value of one Bitcoin over time in terms of Bitcoin. Guess what? One Bitcoin has equaled one Bitcoin since the very beginning. Since January the 3rd, 2009, it's equaled one Bitcoin. And today it equals one Bitcoin. Now that one Bitcoin can get you a lot more. Now it'll be able to get you a lot more in the future. It's a newfangled savings account. Why why earn interest the old fashioned way? Get into this new fashion, this new way of life this new paradigm. Think long-term. Do not be impulsive. Have that strong hand. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. You can stick with the, the old way and blame the bank once they steal from you, or you can be your own bank and you've only got yourself to blame. Pound it. Bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister the Bitcoin Meister, this Rob Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Check out all those podcasts, all that stuff linked to below. Click on it a million times. Spread spread, uh, the word over social media. That's how you support the show. I will say hi to all of you in the chat right now. Good night.